At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is hour number two of the Greg Peterson Experience. I am Greg Peterson coming at you from Circa, and we are back with live football and basketball. It's right now the UNLV special when it comes to the sports betting world as UNLV football is right now in the red zone. UNLV basketball wound up just getting started with their second half, and both UNLV and Michigan have come out, and they have given you three points in the first 45 seconds of the second half when it comes to college basketball, 38-35. to 35. Right now, the count, 19 minutes left in this one between Michigan and UNLV. If you're looking at a live line, you're finding Michigan right around a 9.5 to a 10-point favorite. Total is a little bit up from the close of in the pocket of about 135.5. Right now, you're finding this more in the low 140s live. So we've seen a little bit of something there. I'll keep you guys caught up on that. Also going to keep you guys caught up on what we're seeing with UNLV football as well. I did a little bit of a bad job in that third quarter. But with that said, you've right now got UNLV. They are down by kind of 21 to 17. They have the ball in the red zone. About two minutes left in the third quarter. And UNLV, a squad in which, let's face it, their football team has not necessarily been the world's greatest last few years. They've got themselves an opportunity. They were anywhere between a 10 and a half to an 11 point underdog total on this game. And between 41 and 41 and a half. If they're able to punch a ball in here, that is officially going to put this total over. Right now, you're finding the live line. More around a 55 and a half to the over. And right now you're finding San Diego State live a three-point favorite. But certainly has been interesting to watch this game as UNLV has been unable to get anything going on the ground, which is typically the contrary to UNLV. UNLV is typically a team in which you're able to get a little bit of something on the ground game. 
And then when it comes to the seam trying to pass, you're just going to get absolutely nothing whatsoever. So very intriguing to take a look at that. And when it comes to this San Diego State team, it's a defense that all year long has been relatively solid. But here in this game, it has been not quite that. And got to give a shout out here to this gentleman for UNLV. He has stepped in and Justin Rogers, he had 43 passing yards coming into this game. 12 of 13, he has been able to throw for a touchdown along with something like 275 yards at this point. So, yeah, yeah, that's something that you probably did not handicap. I can tell you right now, I did not. So, it's going to be really fascinating to see what we wind up getting rest of this game as UNLV trying to be able to get what would be a huge win for a program that has not necessarily been good out there on the gridiron. What has been good is just taking a look at NBA unders. It's something that I just always love talking about because there are so many people out there that they are very much in on being able to bet overs. I mean, how many times on Twitter do you see someone that winds up specializing in unders versus how many guys you wind up seeing specialize in overs? Yeah, there's a lot more people that they like to take the flashy overs and everything like that. And I've always been one to appreciate good defense and we're still seeing it in, in the NBA thus far. Out of what we've seen the first few weeks of the season, 141 unders to 93 overs. You've had a couple pushes along the way, but that is a 60.3% clip to the under. So we will see if that winds up holding up. And we've got a lot of interesting NBA action when it comes to this Saturday as well. One game that really catches my eye is the fact that you've got right around a six-point spread on this one between Trailblazers and 76ers. The big thing for the Trailblazers is that Damian Lillard just has not been able to find a three-point shot this season in general. Seems like he's been able to come around the last few nights, which I think is going to be utterly important because when it comes to Portland, this is a team that they really hang their head on the fact that you've got 3J along with Damian Lillard. Both of these guys have been just rock solid in the backcourt for the same year in and year out. You've seen the cavalcade of different forwards because when it comes to this team, they have Yusef Nurkic, who has always been solid for the team, but Yusef Nurkic, year in and year out, always a guy that seems to wind up getting banged up. So that has certainly been a little bit of an issue for them. He thus far has been relatively healthy this season. He's been able to give you right around 11 rebounds per game. When he's out there, he's really, really good. The question is, how often is he going to be out there? And you really just don't have a lot of other guys that you're able to look to other than Lillard along with CJ McCollum because I mean, Anthony Simons has been able to come along for the ride. He's been able to form himself as a nice sixth man. And then obviously when it comes to 76ers, you've got a whole calamity of issues when it comes to this team as well. With the 76ers, it's just a soap opera, night in and night out to see what is going to be happening with them because obviously you've got the whole ordeal with Ben Simmons. You've been having injury concerns with Joel Embiid seemingly since he was at Kansas. So that's something that you always want to be taking a look at, but you've got to give this team a little bit of credit as well as to what you've been seeing out of Tyrese Maxey. He's right now been able to lead the team with 18 points per game with Joel Embiid being out due to this time health and safety protocols. So this time it's out like some sort of back injury or something like that. So it's just something new every single time he has had to step up and he has been able to give this team a little bit of this and that. You've also been without Matisse Seibel a little bit as well. So, I mean, it's been tough for the 76ers, but it's really hard to get behind the Trailblazers until you do wind up seeing the turnaround of CJ McCollum. And to the Trailblazers' credit, despite the fact that, or to the credit of the Trailblazers, the fact that Lillard has not necessarily been sharp when it comes to his outside shooting team is still eight and eight so I mean it certainly is not necessarily the start that you want but at the same time it has not been cataclysmically bad but 
when it comes to this, even though you do wind up having a 76ers team that they are certainly not going to be at full force, I'd be willing to take the points here. It's a spot in which I'd be probably wanting to dive into this in-game if you wind up seeing the Trailblazers wind up getting off to a really cold start. They're then more like a two-point favorite after the first quarter, something of that nature. Then I'd probably be diving in on the Trailblazers to just pretty much be able to win the game outright if they wind up the Blazers are getting up very early, but the, the Philadelphia 76ers are showing you a little bit of promise. Then you wind up taking the points. So it's one that I would be really looking to try to take in game. And I think that that's just a good approach when it comes to the NBA in general, because you just see so many runs. And heck, we're seeing more and more runs in college basketball as well. I really do feel like when it comes to in-game betting, you've got to be just focusing your full attention on that one, maybe even two games, because you're able to just pick up on the flow of the game. You're able to pick up on okay, this team is getting a little bit more lucky. Okay, this team, they should be falling back to earth a little bit more. Or a team is just ice cold. They're not getting the breaks to be able to go their way. And you got to figure that it's going to be able to even itself out. When it comes to the NBA, it's much easier to have that rather than college basketball just because you have so many more possessions, 24-second shot clock as compared to 30, eight extra minutes. So that's the reason why I always advocate for in-game betting when it comes to the NBA. I've been advocating for bets on this team as well, the Memphis Grizzlies. They are going to be taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we've actually seen a little bit of a flip of favorite on the official open. Memphis was right around a one-point favorite. They are now a one to one-and-a-half-point underdog. Total this game is anywhere between 218 and 219. And I think it's a fascinating spot because you've got a team in the Memphis Grizzlies that when they wound up having their West Coast road trip begin the season, they looked very solid. They were able to get covers against teams like the Clippers. They were able to do a solid job when they wound up playing against the Lakers a few weeks ago. And ever since then, things have not necessarily been as terrific for this team. And then the Grizzlies, they wind up being able to, here in the last few games, be able to find it once again against those teams like the Clippers, the Houston Rockets. They were able to get a pair of back-to-back -back wins there. And then you take a look at the flip side. And the Minnesota Timberwolves team, at 6-9, and nine, it's sort of what you'd expect. This is a Timberwolves team that they've got a lot of talent. They just have a lot of young guys. And they need to be able to... Just build around what they've got right now. And I do feel like they're going to be able to do so. But I do think that this is a good spot for the Memphis Grizzlies. They've actually been able to do some of their best work on the road this year. You take a look at a guy like John Morant, a guy that is just a human statute stuffer. 26 points, 6 boards, 7 assists. I mean, it has been absolutely incredible to watch him. But you've got guys that are very good specialists for this team as well. I'm looking at a guy like a Desmond Bain. He's been able to give this team 14 points per game. He has been very sharp from three-point range all season long shooting in the neighborhood of now about 34% from three. He's had his ups and his downs, but I do like what he's able to give this team along the perimeter. Jaron Jackson Jr., he's a guy with size. He's able to shoot right around 35% from three-point range, so I do like the way that he's been able to come along. And when it comes to this Minnesota Timberwolves team, I just feel like there's still a lot of inconsistency when it comes to them as well, which is why I do have my trepidations on them, because I do think that eventually when it comes to the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are going to be able to get themselves online. They're going to be able to get themselves Back to not necessarily where they were when they had Kevin Garnett back in the day, but just more respectability in general. It certainly has been a little bit of a flailing ship the last few years for the Timberwolves, but at the very least, you do have some guys at the top that are able to carry you. Carl Anthony Towns night in and night out. He's always going to be able to give you a good effort, give you right around a double-double. And then Anthony Edwards, the number one pick in the draft a few years ago. He's been able to really blossom as a score with 22.5 points per game. His overall game 
it needs to be a little bit more well-rounded, but the guy knows how to be able to put the ball in the basket. So certainly will be a intriguing spot. And if you're looking for maybe an over that I could advocate for, probably would be wanting to gauge the start of the game. I wouldn't want to take a pre-flop, but maybe in-game, take a look at an over here. That's something that I could probably get by him, but I take a look at Memphis. I do think that there is some value on them being able to win this game outright. And then when it comes to the NBA in general, what does make things a little bit more tricky when it comes to just the NBA, especially on this day, is that got a lot of teams that they are playing in back-to-backs. And typically when a team plays a back-to-back, you're going to find that their game is going to be off the board. And this goes for college basketball as well, because with college basketball, you've got a lot of these tournaments that are being played in like, Carlson, South Carolina, the Myrtle Beach Invitational, things like this. And as a result, you're going to find that if a team is playing on like Thursday and Friday, Friday and Saturday, after they wind up wrapping up their game and the matchup is known, you're not going to be able to find a line on the game until the AM. And then it becomes a wild, wild west to be able to get those numbers because they typically come out very early, like 6, 6.30 AM Pacific time if you're looking Eastern time. That'd be a little bit closer to 9, 9.30. And I do think that it is very important to just sort of have a number in, nine, in mind that you want to take. If you see what you like very early pop up, just take it. Because a lot of times, especially when it comes to college basketball, maybe a little bit less so in the NBA, but still in the NBA as well. If you wind up finding an opener that you like, it's probably going to move. And it's going to move very, very quickly. What is moving very quickly as well? Odds to be able to win MVP in the NBA as these have become very fascinating. And we're going to be diving into that next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. college basketball season is in full force that means now is the time to get your copy of our annual college basketball betting guide it is only ten dollars and this year's guide has a little bit of everything that you need to bet on all the games all season long odds trends power rankings and analysis for every single team our team of experts including myself Craig Pierce and Matt Humans and Tim Murray all provide predictions for win totals futures conference championship tournament teams player awards list goes on and on sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99 that is at psin.com slash subscribe as we are back here in Las Vegas it is a Greg Peterson experience and we've got a little bit of something going on in Las Vegas just down the street as well as you've got yourself Michigan and UNLV going down Michigan just wound up hitting a three going into the under 12 media timeout and it is currently Michigan in 54 on top. I got a 54 to 45. And when it comes to Michigan, wound up laying on the close right around 12 and a half points. They opened up as a 14 point underdog. So we did see a little bit of money coming on UNLV total on this game. Wound up holding relatively steady. Opened up at 135 and a half. Wound up closing right in the neighborhood about 135 and a half as well. So you've got yourself a spot in which the over right now in relatively solid shape as we've got already 99 points on the board. So you need 36 points essentially in 12 minutes. So that is relatively good footing there. And when it comes to, if you're taking a look at this live right now, live, you're finding this Michigan bunch as a 12 and a half point favorite and your total at 145 and a half. So close 12 and a half right now, the live line 12 and a half seeing a 13 and a half pop up out there as well. Likely due to that made three by Eli Brooks just before the break and total right now is off the board at DraftKings. So we're going to be monitoring that as we go along. Also going to be monitoring odds to be able to win MVP as well as you've got just an incredible race right now. And I do feel like I know that there might be some that may disagree here, but that Steph Curry right now is a little bit of an inside track on this. He has been absolutely incredible this year and we get these odds via DraftKings and well, Hey, you know what? DraftKings, they right now agree at two to one in odds to be able to win MVP. You've got Seth Curry. From there, you've got Kevin Durant at five to one. Giannis Antetokounmpo is right now at seven to one plus eight fifty is Nikola Jokic. And then from there, you've got Luka Doncic, who had a lot of places wound up closing as a favorite to be able to win MVP. He's now at fifteen to one. Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler are both at twenty-two to one, and Paul George is at thirty to one. When it comes to Joel Embiid, when it comes to just raw talent. I think that he would have a possibility of being able to win this one. But at the same time, the reason why you really can't take a bet on Joel Embiid is because of, well, the fact that you just don't 
know if he's going to be healthy or not. Right now, he's out due to health and safety protocols. He's a guy that it just seems like year in and year out, he winds up getting a little bit of a back injury. Last year, it was a meniscus, and, and it's not a knock on the guy, but at the same time, you just don't want to be betting on a season-long award for a guy that you don't know if he's going to play more than like 60 games throughout a season, and that makes it very tough to be able to win an award like this. I do think that just being able to have consistency of being able to go out there night in and night out, that is something that's very important, and we've seen it with Seth Curry. Seth is a guy that he will fight through a lot of these ailments. He's not a guy that necessarily takes off a lot of time due to load management. And right now, he really can't. Once Clay Thompson winds up being able to fully acclimate himself back in the lineup, maybe he'll be able to do so a little bit more. Maybe the Warriors do wind up living up to aspirations of being able to compete for a title. But I do think that Seth Curry right now has that inside track. And just keep in mind, when you are betting on these, like, odds be able to win MVP, what have you, awards, keep in mind that the people I wind up deciding this are writers. And you know what writers love? Guys that wind up putting up big, giant performances have a bunch of just flashy plays in general. And Steph Curry, the fact that he has just buried all these threes so early on in the season, that is going to do it for you. I mean, he is night in and night out doing an absolutely incredible job for a Warriors team that they've been dealing with guys like Gary Payton II, who have been some of his supporting cast. I mean, Jordan Poole's a nice player, but... At the same time, Jordan Poole's not necessarily a guy that you'd want as like a second or third banana for a team that's looking to compete for a title, and yet he's been able to carry this team. Now, Draymond Green has been able to come back. He's been able to look relatively solid as well, but I mean, you just take a look at the numbers. Steph Curry, 29.5 points per game. That by far leads the NBA. He is currently shooting, and this is with taking 13.5 threes per night, 42% from distance, and 96% the free throw line. I mean, it is absolutely remarkable what we are seeing from Seth Curry. He's doing things that we've just never seen before. He is now, I believe, like the all-time leader in made threes as well, and he's got a lot of years left on him now. Obviously, a little bit of this is just due to a product of what the NBA is now, but I absolutely love watching this guy play, and I can tell you right now, if I'd have vote, I would right now give it to Seth Curry. Obviously, things could wind up changing, but I think that the Brooklyn Nets are a little bit of an enigma to me as well right now because with Kevin Durant, he's number two on that list. He's 5-1, to one, and I do feel like he should be number two on this list at this point, but when it comes to the Nets, you also have to have your questions of just if this team winds up not necessarily living up to the aspirations that they wound up having coming into the year because they were by far the favorite to be able to win the title it is a case in which maybe you wind up souring on him, and then you've also got the case of you wind up having Kevin Durant be out the fold tonight as well in that win against the Orlando Magic. So, I mean, it's one of these cases in which availability is very big. We've seen Kevin Durant wind up getting hurt quite a bit throughout his career, obviously wind up having to miss a full season. So that's something that needs to come into play as well. And then you also have a star in James Harden who, is Mr. I'm going to try to give you 30 points on 25 shots, much like he did against the Magic. Wound up going 725 from the floor, 19 to 20 at the free throw line, but also he wound up going 725 from the floor. So it's a little bit of a this and that situation. So I do think that that is something that you want to be taking a look at. If there is a little bit more of a, for lack of a better term, dark horse that might be able to emerge. I still think that Luka Doncic might have a little bit of value. Now you're getting such a better number than if you did during the preseason because each of the last two years, Luka Doncic has closed as the betting favorite to be able to win MVP. You tell that there's a lot of people that 
They want them to be able to put it together. They want the Mavericks to be a team in which winds up improving. But at the same time, I do think that a little bit of the success and whether or not the Mavericks are going to be able to help them out enough to be able to try to get this award is reliant upon the other star, Kristaps Porzingis, who has been, let's call it what it is, ever since he's gotten to Dallas, a little bit of a disappointment. And it's a case in which typically when you wind up taking a look at odds to be able to win MVP, it always winds up going to a team that's on one of the best out there in the NBA when it comes to regular season record. I mean, I felt like Steph Curry had a good case for it last season, but the reason why Steph Curry didn't wind up winning the award last season is because the Warriors were in sort of the play-in format of the NBA playoffs. So that was something that wound up hurting him a little bit. When it comes to the Mavericks, they've been 9-6 and six this year. So obviously, in a small sample size, they haven't been great. They haven't necessarily been terrible either. They could have really used a win against the Phoenix Suns. They were unable to get that. But when it comes to Luka Doncic as well, what I think is going to be something to watch moving forward is can he cut down on some of these turnovers as well? Because I feel like I say this a lot when it comes to college basketball. You don't say it as much when it comes to the NBA because in the NBA, guys are just so stinking good. They're all professionals. But it becomes a case for Luka Doncic where a bad possession for him Sometimes it's better than a good possession for some of his teammates because Kristaps Porzingis has already missed a couple games this season. And even when he's been out there on the floor, his efficiency has not necessarily been the world's greatest when it comes to this team, which is why Luka Doncic right now is a little bit over four turnovers per game because the rest of the guys, you got like M. Hardaway Jr., Dory Finney-Smith. I mean, guys that they're not terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but they aren't necessarily pieces that you want for a team that is going to be going deep into the playoffs like the Dallas Mavericks hope to be and like you wind up needing for a guy to be able to win MVP. Now, I do feel like you could wind up getting there eventually. And we know with Mark Cuban, this is someone that's not going to be sitting on his hands and just allowing his roster to necessarily wither away. If he sees an opportunity to be able to bolster this roster, I think that he's going to go out there and do it. I have the confidence in him. I mean, year in and year out, the Dallas Mavericks try to get a lot of these free agents. They just unfortunately have struck out more times than not, which has really hurt this organization in general because ever since ever since Nowitzki wound up getting old and eventually wound up retiring, they just haven't had as much, I guess you could call it star power. They've been able to turn over the... He's a Luka Doncic, but he really just needs a little bit more help around him. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's able to get that. And then just the rest of these guys, I don't know if there's a lot of value. Paul George has been able to put up some relatively solid numbers, but I mean, how many times haven't the LA Clippers wound up disappointing us? DeMar DeRozan has been nice, but you really want to be taking a flyer at 40 to 1. Typically, when it comes to these player awards, I to be able to win MVP, regardless of sport whether it be the MLB, because we're all talking about Ashoy Otani during the preseason was 30 to one. That's looked at as a pretty monumental upset. It's just a little bit of the roll of the dice when it comes to the NBA. It's just the least parody driven sport out there among the major sports as well. So I do think that when it comes to odds, be able to win NBA MVP, unfortunately you don't have a, a lot of value further down the board. There is a little bit more value, in my opinion, when it comes to being able to take a look at some of these NFL win totals. DraftKings does a great job of being able to refresh them and offer some just interesting things throughout the season in general. So coming up next, we're going to look at odds for the team to be able to win the most and least games in the NFL right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
The VSIN Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to use at the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to be able to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great, great gear. Hurry up. This is a limited time offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. That is at bsin.com slash subscribe as we are back here in lovely Las Vegas. It is a Greg Peterson experience with myself, Greg Peterson, and it has been quite an experience to be able to watch all forms of UNLV sports, apparently, because we've got a UNLV football game that's going on. We've got a UNLV basketball game that's going on. I hear that UNLV Tiddlywinks is right now going on behind me as well. So got a little bit of everything. But when it comes to the gentleman on the hardwood right now, Michigan, up by kind of 60 to 50. You've got eight minutes left in this one. If you're looking at this game live, right now you're seeing a little bit of a variance in the numbers, anywhere between 11 and a half and 12 is the live favorite that Michigan is. Michigan wound up closing as about a 12.5 to 13-point favorite. So it is going to be very interesting to see where this game winds up landing. Total of this game wound up closing at a 135.5. Right now, totals out a little bit in front of that. Right now, your live total, you're going to be finding that more around a 139.5 to a 140. And then taking a look at everything that we're seeing on the gridiron, you've got the San Diego State Aztecs, who are currently ranked, that they're going to be taking on UNLV. And right now, 21 to 20 is your count. 920 left in the fourth quarter. More like 745 make that in the fourth quarter. And right now, San Diego State, they're right now in tough shape to be able to cover. They're a live favorite of three and a half points. Live total is at 47 and a half. If you want to take in this total before the game, it wound up closing anywhere between 40 and 41. So most people are right now landing on a push. You just need any sort of a score if you wind up having the over to be able to cash this. If you have the under, well, hopefully you have 41 and a half for one and two. You're going to need the scoring to not be there. The final 745-ish of this game. So we're going to be keeping our eyes on that. Also keeping your eyes on everything that's going on when it comes to all forms of football because in the final hour of the show, going to be going hard and heavy, taking a look at the board for this college football Saturday. But we got to take a look at the NFL right now. It's been an intriguing start to the NFL season, to say the least. We've seen a lot of teams wind up popping up that we haven't expected for both the better and for the worse. And DraftKings does a great job of being able to offer a wide variety of different things because they wind up offering things in which you're able to take a look at the team with the most and least wins at the end of the year, updated win totals, things like this. So let's take a look at this prop. Odds to be able to win the most games during the regular season. These are via DraftKings. And right now, the Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans are tied as a favorites at 3-1. to one. A little bit surprising there. You've then got the Arizona Cardinals at 5-1, to one, along with the Dallas Cowboys. For the Buccaneers, they are plus 750. Rams are at 10-1. to one. And then from there, Bills are 10-1. to one. Ravens are 40-1. to one. Chiefs are 40-1. to one. Patriots are 40-1. to one. If you really want to go down the list, Chargers are 100-1. to one. Saints are 250 to 1. Anything else, you're pretty much taking a lottery ticket. But when it comes to odds for the team to be able to win the most games, you got to be taking a look at the competition that they're going to be playing first off. Now, I just throw out the Tennessee Titans because I do think that losing Derrick Henry is going to be catching up to them. I think that it's going to be very difficult for them to be able to be in contention. And now, all of a sudden, the Indianapolis Colts 
have been able to give you a little bit more of a spirited effort as well. So that throws a little bit of a monkey wrench into things. I just don't think that the Tennessee Titans have enough firepower to be worthy of this. Obviously, they've gotten off to a tremendous start at 8-2, and two, and that should not be undermined. But now you've got to deal without Derrick Henry. I think that that's going to be a little bit tough. We saw them just get completely dropped against the Arizona Cardinals earlier this season. Ever since then, they've been able to run off, I believe it's now five straight wins. So they've been able to get the job done. But how many of these games haven't been by three points? That Bills win was by three points. The Colts win was by three points. The Saints win was by two points. They wind up knocking off the Colts in both of their games by combined, I believe it was 12 points. So I think that that is something that needs to be taken into account. I do think that that is going to run out a little bit more when you're unable to control the game in general when it comes to Derrick Henry. Now, what the Titans have going for them as well, schedule. You've got the Houston Texans who are going to be coming up not once, but twice. We know that that organization has not been having a good year. You've got yourself the Jacksonville Jaguars with Urban Meyer, one of the worst coaches in the history of the National Football League. So that is certainly going to be a little bit of a thumbs up. Now, the games against the Steelers and the 49ers do have me a little bit more tepid on this team because I do think that that 49ers game could become something that is going to be very competitive and the Steelers are just a team that you don't want to play in general. They wound up not necessarily coming into the year with the greatest offensive line. They wound up having a rough start to the season, but Mike Tomlin is one heck of a coach. He's got his team firing all cylinders, so I do think that that is a game that could wind up creeping up, and I just think that with the attrition that this team has taken in general, the fact that they're in a little bit of transition, that does wind up hurting them. Then you take a look at the Green Bay Packers, and they're gifted with the Detroit Lions, who have won zero games thus far. They've been able to give you a tie. We're going to get into the odds to be able to win the fewest games in a moment, but when it comes to the Packers, their remaining schedule you got the Vikings on the road, obviously, that is going to be coming up. And then you've got the Rams, the Bears, at the Ravens, against the Browns, and then the Vikings once again. That's something that I just do not want to be taking a look at because when it comes to the Packers, they're a very solid team. But, I mean, the misnomer on this team is that Aaron Rodgers is just doing everything for them. It's really the defense. I mean, you take a look at the Packers. I've been bringing it up week in and week out. The just free space that you're able to put on the Greg Peterson experience board of what I'm going to be taking is the Green Bay Packers under and week in and week out. It's been hitting like wildfire because the Green Bay Packers have been able to do a tremendous job on defense. They gave up as many points to the Seattle Seahawks as myself. I mean, they're doing an absolutely amazing job on defense. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he's been able to do a very solid job. I know if fans are about it, completing right around 66% of his passes, he hasn't turned the ball over, but not like the Packers offense has necessarily been as explosive as it's been in seasons past. And when it comes to the Packers, I mean, they're really getting it done on defense. I do think that that is going to be a little bit tougher moving forward when you just take a look at that schedule in general. So at three to one odds, I just don't think that there's necessarily a lot of value. What I think is going to be fascinating is this Dallas Cowboys team. They're a little bit behind a lot of these other teams because they've already had their bye week. So while the Titans and the Packers are currently eight and two, they're currently seven and two, but what I think is going to be interesting for the Cowboys is can they win this week? Are they going to be able to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead? This is just an absolutely massive spot for them because if they're able to win this game, moving forward, it gets a lot easier. You're going to be playing the Washington football team twice. You wind up playing the New York Giants. You wind up playing the Philadelphia Eagles. The Arizona Cardinals game is going to be a difficult one because by then Kyler Murray is obviously going to be back. Who knows what sort of other injuries you wind up having going into that game, but 
I do think that that is certainly a winnable game for Dallas, especially with it being at home as well. I think that that's something that you got to be taking a look at. And really, the way that you wind up seeing the Cardinals versus the Cowboys game going might dictate a little bit of how you want to be taking a look at this. Now, with Amari Cooper testing positive for COVID-19, that's going to put them a little bit behind the eight ball for this game. And it sounds like he's going to be out for that game against the Raiders as well. So it's going to be having a little bit of a lingering effect. But still, when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, even with Amari Cooper out, no doubt, a little bit of a loss, like I mentioned. But still, you've got a lot of weapons for this team. You've got the entire backfield of Ezekiel Elliott along Tony Pollard. Both of these guys have been rock solid for this team. You've been able to get a whole lot of something out of C.D. Lamb as well. He's actually been the top pass catcher for this team with both receptions, yards, and touchdowns. So he's been doing it all for this team. So I take a look at the Dallas Cowboys. I do think that there's a little bit of value on them at 5-1. to one. And I don't think we should bury the Rams quite yet just because when it comes to the Rams, what this team has is talent. Now, I would argue that the NFC West has right now been the best division in all of football when you have Russell Wilson healthy because, let's face it, when the Seahawks are trotting out their Geno Smith, they're just not necessarily the same team, but we all said it coming into the year that this was going to be a little bit of a division of doom, and I don't think that there's any lies detected when it comes to this because you do have a Rams team that you've got a lot of firepower with them, I do think that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be looking a little bit more comfortable when he winds up getting a couple practices in. They, what we wind up seeing in primetime with Odell Beckham Jr., that's just not really himself because he got thrown into the fray a couple days out, and you tell that the defense is working in on OBJ a little bit more as well. So he wanted providing a little bit of immediate effect there. I do think that once he winds up getting down the playbook a little bit more, it's going to be a little bit more clean between he and Matt Stafford, even with Cam Akers on injured reserve. This is a team that has been able to run the ball. You've got Aaron Donald on defense. You're able to go up and down the list. So at 10 to one, if you're looking for a little bit of something, you do have the LA Rams available to you. But when it comes to those AFTC teams in general, I just think that it's really tough to be able to take any sort of a shot on them just because they're all proving that they're just sort of there because we've been talking about what team is the best in the AFC. On paper, you can maybe make the argument of the Chiefs because they have such a high-powered offense, but obviously the defense has left a whole lot of something to be desired. The Patriots are having a little bit of a come-up with the Ravens. You just wonder how much of that early start with smoke and mirrors. With the Buffalo Bills, they seem to be regressing a little bit as well, so... I'd be looking mostly at NFC teams when it comes to most regular season wins. We've done the most. Now coming up next, we've got to look at the teams in the NFL that might wind up ending up with the least regular season wins. That is up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VSN.com for you to be able to keep up with all the key NFL props. Head to VSN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to be able to follow trends and find the best value when it comes to odds to be able to win the MVP, odds to be able to win Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and so much more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, matchup data, and you get this for every single game throughout the NFL season. That is at VSIN.com slash NFL. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Peterson, we're going to be getting you guys caught up on teams to be able to win the least games in the NFL. Those odds from DraftKings in a second, but we've got a couple of hold on to your butts moments if you want to betting on a pair of UNLV games, one on the gridiron and one on the hardwood. Right now, you've got one minute and one second left out here in lovely Las Vegas between Michigan and UNLV. 70 to 59 is the count. Michigan wound up closing as a 12 and a half point favorite. Total of this game is 135 and a half. If UNLV hits a bucket and they start fouling, you're probably going to get the over. If they wind up missing a shot and they wind up like fouling once and then they don't wind up fouling again, you're probably going to get the under. So you've got a lot of intrigue there. If you're a if you're looking at UNLV, if you're like me and you took the points, pretty much any bucket should be able to do it for you. Then again, we know that some coaches are very random with regards to their late game fouling. I do not know how Mr. Kruger is because this will probably be really his first moment in it. So Hold on to your butts there. Meanwhile, you take a look at the football game. You've got UNLV versus San Diego State. Right now, it is San Diego State in the lead by a count of 28 to 20. You've got right around a buck 30 left in this one. When it comes to San Diego State, they wound up closing between a 10 and a half and an 11 point favorite. Total 41. Well, there's going to be no sweat here as this one has already went over, but going to be intriguing to see if 
we are going to be able to get a little bit of late game drama. Looks like UNLV has the ball back. So we're going to be keeping you guys up to date there as UNLV in the basketball game. They are unable to get a bucket. It looks like they might be trying to foul Michigan. We are going to need to see her. They're letting a lot of clock bleed off and they wind up giving a foul with 38.4 seconds left down by 11. If you wind up taking UNLV, hopefully you took the open of 14 because right now you're feeling really good if you want to take the open and I think that that's a single bonus or they're going to say that it went out of bounds. So they're not going to be calling a foul in general. Now they're going to give the foul 36.7 seconds left. So we're going to keep you guys up to date there. We're going to keep you guys up on just everything that's going on in general because we've right now got some great action. And what else is great is looking at futility when it comes to the NFL as we were in the last segment taking a look at the odds for the most wins in the NFL. Which team is going to be able to come out with that? I was talking about where the value was. I think that the Rams are still a little bit sneaky there. I can't necessarily buy in on the Titans, even though they've got a very, very soft schedule. But when it comes to fewest regular season win odds, it should be no surprise who's at number one. You have to lay minus 200 on this one with the Detroit Lions. They have not been good to say the least to say to start out the year. They've got as many wins as myself. And then from there, Texans are at plus 250. And everyone else is just very, very far apart. 18 to 1. You've got the Jets and the Jaguars. The Bears are at 80 to 1, which that's just a little bit of a slap in the face that they're there. And then Dolphins, Giants, and Washington. They are all at 100 to 1. As are we going to get a late game bucket here from Michigan? 3.7 seconds left. And I think someone just gave a foul. You got to be kidding me. How do you give a foul there with 3.7 seconds left in an 11 point game? It is 72 to 61, which means if you wind up having the over in this Michigan versus UNLV game, hold the phone because you might be able to get there. Michigan cans the first free throw 73, 61, 3.7 seconds left. Why they gave a foul there down 11 with 3.7 seconds left. The questions we always ask ourselves in college basketball handicapping every single year, but it causes fried drama and Michigan gets the second. 74-61, 3.7 seconds left. Got to figure that UNLV is going to try for a shot and they're not even going to take a shot. If you wound up playing 12 and a half points with Michigan, you got there on a foul with 3.7 seconds left. My goodness. I don't know how that works. Why would you give the foul there just to not shoot it at the end? I mean, man, if you want to be having 135 and a half over like I did, you've got to be sour about that. Fortunately for myself, I want to take this one overnight. So UNLV was more around a 14 point underdog then, but it goes to show you how critical it is to be taking good numbers when it comes to college basketball. Because if you want to getting in on Michigan early and you laid 14, you don't get there. If you took it late and you wanted lane 12 and a half, you got there. And the same goes for UNLV. If you took it early, boom, you cash. If you got in late, that is just absolutely brutal. And man, I will say it again. He fouled down 11 points with 3.7 seconds left. And then when they got the ball back, they didn't take a shot. Thanks for nothing. That's all that you could say if you wanted up having... If you want to have a UNLV catching 12 and a half points. Now let's get back to our previously scheduled discussion of fewest regular season wins. 
I think that it's pretty cut and dry here. I think that it's going to be our good friends at Detroit Lions because, well, right now, as we're seeing it, they've got zero wins and they, they've shown fight. I mean, I'll give the Detroit Lions this. They've been able to cover some spreads. They have been able to give you an honest effort week in and week out. Dan Campbell is clearly getting everything humanly possible out of this team. It's just a Murphy's Law situation. And if you've got any props for the Detroit Lions to go winless or anything like that, I would not be taking a look at it. This is a team that they are at some point going to be able to get you a W. So I wouldn't go that far. But when it comes to the Lions, I just don't know who else is going to be able to compete with them for a few as wins. Because, I mean, even the Houston Texans, they've been able to already get one under their belt. And they're going to have another shot against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Jacksonville Jaguars are just absolutely terrible. And plus with the Houston Texans, now you've got Tyrod Taylor, who's back under center rather than Davis Mills. So that's going to give you a little bit of something. Now, Taylor, wound up looking absolutely terrible coming back from injury. You figured that that would be the case. He's got a couple cobwebs, a little bit of rust to be able to shake off. So I do think that he's going to be able to look a little bit better moving forward. I just laugh out loud at the fact that you've got the Chicago Bears on this list. I mean, it just goes to show you, I realize that the Bears don't have really the world's greatest record, but it just goes to show you how everyone is just so down on Matt Nagy, and rightfully so. He has not done the best job of handling the entire co- the entire quarterbacking ordeal and things like this, but they probably don't deserve to be on this list along with teams like the Miami Dolphins and have shorter odds at that than the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants. You should just pretty much put every team in the NFC East, not named the Dallas Cowboys on this list. But then again, with that, someone has to win a couple games. So that gives you a little bit of something there. And when it comes to Washington, it's almost a team that I would be looking at if you're really looking at a one or one shot. It's not something that I'd be betting. Washington is not going to be able to pass up the Detroit Lions. But if you'd be looking for like a second banana team, a team that could wind up being second fewest other than the Detroit Lions, you know what, Washington might have a little bit of value because now that Chase Young is out for the year, it means that a bad defense winds up getting worse, and this team has just been completely rudderless, and they have been terrible on offense as well. So, I mean, you just don't have a lot going your way in general with that. This one is a little bit more cut and dry than most regular season wins because for the fewest, I think that we could all agree. Detroit Lions, pretty solid pick there. At minus 200, probably not something I want my, t- my money tied up with for a few weeks, but and if you're looking for something that looks relatively safe, I will be taking a look at the Lions when it comes to that. I'm not sure how they wind up getting ties, by the way, but I just don't know how the Lions are going to be able to do a whole heck of a lot moving forward because you just take a look at the Lions schedule as well. They do wind up getting the Chicago Bears, so that is actually something that could be a little bit promising for them because someone has to get a win there, but then you wind up getting the Vikings. You wind up getting the Browns. You also have the Broncos, and man, yeah, you really, their best shot is probably going to be on Thanksgiving when they wind up going up against the Chicago Bears, and I do think that they're going to be able to get one of these, but it's hard to see them get much more than one, and that game against the Atlanta Falcons as well, because the Falcons have just clearly mailed in the season. We wound up seeing that Thursday night. This is not a good Falcons team that they, quite frankly, are lucky to have as many wins as they do right now, and we've got to give you a little bit of a final as well when it comes to college football as well as it winds up landing 28 to 20. UNLV, they do not wind up getting the win, but they do wind up being able to cover in a lot of places anywhere between 10 and a half and 11 points. San Diego State, they're able to get the outright win, but give it up for UNLV a little bit in this spot. It's been a team in which 
Well, they have not necessarily been the most competitive out there on the gridiron, but they are starting to improve a little bit more. They've been able to cover a couple spreads recently, but for San Diego State, they are going to be maintaining the fact that they are in the top 25. They now moved to 10-1 with the win, so they've been able to win quite a few games, putting themselves in positioning for a very good bowl game. And the SX wound up doing this, despite the fact that they wound up only averaging right around 3.1 yards per carry, 20 rushes for 98 yards. Meanwhile, UNLV, 26 carries for 22 yards. That is not necessarily great. What is much, much better than that, taking a look at what is going to be a jam-packed day of college football on Saturday. We're going to be doing that next, right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.